Building Block Number One, Part Two. Industriousness, Planning. There is no substitute for work. Worthwhile results come from hard work and careful planning. Wooden. In inch and miles, I boiled down the concept of industriousness to work. But that book is for children and needed to be simple. Here we need to expand industriousness to include planning. Undirected diligence isn't very efficient, therefore an element of planning must go into hard work. It is the combination of the two that results in industriousness. When I coached basketball at UCLA, I believed that if we were going to succeed, we needed to be industrious. One way I accomplished this was with proper planning. I spent two hours with my staff planning each practice. Each drill was calculated to the minute. Every aspect of the session was choreographed, including where the practice balls would be placed. I did not want any time lost by people running over to a misplaced ball bin. I think, for the most part, my strength as a teacher emerged from planning an organization. By having practices carefully orchestrated, we were able to get more done in a shorter period of time. Practice under some coaches runs for three hours. Mine lasted an hour and a half to two hours. We didn't waste time. For example, I didn't split the team into small groups, then talk to each group one at a time as some coaches do, and I rarely stopped practice to make a point. I didn't want the other players standing around while I spoke to only a few. If there was a need to address an individual or a group of players, I did it while the others watched or during the flow of whatever drill we were conducting. Early in my coaching career, I learned an important principle from legendary basketball coach John Bunn. In Basketball Methods, he wrote, Don't take thirty minutes to say something you should say in thirty seconds. Bunn was erudite, a great speaker and a brilliant man, but he didn't practice what he preached. He would expound way too long on details that didn't require that much explanation. I learned from his error and always kept the few team meetings I had short. I was a stickler for time management almost from the beginning. With me, being on time was, and still is, vital. Nevertheless, in my early days of teaching, sometimes when things weren't going well, I kept my team longer. This was counterproductive. I learned that when players are tired physically, they are usually tired mentally as well. It took me too long to learn that this does not lead to industriousness. I also discovered that if practice did not always end when it was supposed to end, players would hold back a little effort and energy. When I saw this happening, I became a stickler for stopping on time. Whether we practiced an hour and a half or two hours, my players knew exactly when we were going to stop, and I stuck to it. They had no reason to hold anything back. As a result, they worked harder during the scheduled time, and we got more done in a shorter amount of time. If people are going to become all that they are capable of becoming, it is important that they work hard, but it is also important that they are intentional about the hard work. Planning places effort where effort is most needed. People who put these two components together have a firm cornerstone of industriousness upon which they can build toward success. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 5.
Carty. Coach had a plan for his team that enabled the players to be the best that they could be. Likewise, God has a plan for each of us that will enable us to be all that he created us to be. However, at first glance, God's idea of preparation is not so obvious. God is sovereign, and he has plans for each of us. Such an arrangement seems simple enough until we consider that he also gives us free will, and he expects us to make plans. How are we to go about making plans? Proverbs provides practical instruction. Commit your work to the Lord, and then your plans will succeed. Chapter 16, verse 3. There, however, is a caveat. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21.